the All About Nothing podcast may have content and language that isn't appropriate for some. Listener discretion is advised. Recorded live from the 2023 Soda City Comic Con at the Columbia Metropolitan Convention Center, this is the All About Nothing podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Leroy Green. I'm from uh, Nerdy by Nature. We've got a booth right out there. Uh, YouTube channel, and I'm introducing originally from Atlanta, Georgia, along with his co-host Zach and Trent. He hosts Columbia's best local podcast. Also, they beat SC Lead for best uh, podcast in the Midlands. <laughs> the t- All About Nothing podcast available on all pla- all podcast listening applications and YouTube. He's considered the best when he's alone. Barrett Gruber. Thank you, everybody. Whoa, that's loud. <laughs> I'll keep this a little further away from my mouth. Uh, hey, Columbia, how many, how many here, here are uh, here for the, uh, the, the cosplay contest? That's what I thought. Thanks for coming early. I appreciate it. So, uh, Leroy Green, formerly at WLTX, he is uh, now the, uh, one of the hosts of Nerdy by Nature. You yep. can find him on YouTube. Uh, we're trying. Yep, we're trying. So, uh, check him out. We're trying because we are the struggle channels of the internet. Um, we just be out there. It's, it's a struggle every day. And we just keep trying. Am I, am I too loud? I'm not hurting anybody's ears. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to sit down. And uh, I, I don't actually know what it is that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, but uh, first of all, I guess I just want to ask you, Leroy, how did you get into working in news broadcasting for production, television, that sort of thing? Um, I got out of the Navy and I was working, going to school, working at UPS, and I was waiting tables at Red Lobster. So I was doing all of that. My dad, I was tired, and my dad was like, Ooh, excuse me, you're killing yourself for something you don't even like doing. I was going to school for engineering. And he was like, you love television, you love films. Why don't you try to get a job? So I just cold called every radio station, television station. The internet wasn't really big then. I called SETV. I called everybody, and I finally got a job at uh, Wolo. <clears throat> and I started from there and just worked my way up. And through that contacts, uh, I ended up at WLTX, and we started a channel. And that's how I ended up from behind the camera to being in front of the camera. Okay. So it really was my dad, you know, your family members pushing you and saying, you don't like that, try something different. And I was like, well, if he thinks I can do it, then maybe I should give it a try. Yeah, I, uh, I actually went a different route. <laughs> Uh, when I graduated high school, I enrolled at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and, uh, and then from there I got an internship. I was on the morning show in Atlanta uh, for a guy named Moby in the morning, and if, if, if you've been around country radio or rock and roll radio, Moby was, uh, Moby was one of the big guys that was syndicated across the country for years and years. Um, I branched out, took on a morning show in a, a, on a little AM station in Winder, Georgia, and uh, after, after doing that enough, I, I realized I wasn't going to make enough money uh, to support any sort of a family or anything like that. So I had to go and get a real job working in IT. Uh, moved here to Columbia, South Carolina. 2017, uh, after uh, the 2016 election, uh, I, I, I worked at a place that I couldn't keep my voice to myself. Uh, so I, uh, I, I decided that the best way to handle hearing other people's opinions was to start a podcast. And uh, that podcast has turned into what it is today. It's been <laughs> around for a number of years, had no idea who most of the podcasts are, which I'm pretty sure they can attest that they had no idea who we were. Uh, they know now. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, my buddies, Zach and Trent, we've become brothers in this endeavor to basically every week just create content uh, discussing everything from news and politics and sports and entertainment to social issues. Uh, it's, 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 it's our therapy. Uh, back in 2020, during the, uh, the, the pandemic, uh, we used to do the podcast over Zoom. And the, I guess the reason that I really knew that it was working out well was because uh, I had always tried to keep the podcast to about an hour, you know, between half an hour and an hour. And uh, I would find that we would sit there just recording for two hours. And, and ultimately, I'd look up after recording and be like, okay, that's two and a half hours. We, we got to cut this off. 
There's no way anybody's sitting through this. How did you guys start and end up where you are now? Because I'm quite sure how you started and you had a plan. And everybody's, what's that phrase? Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And so yeah. the initial podcast when you first started, how did it morph into what it is now? So initially when I started, when I started recording the podcast, I was, <laughs> I, would, I was recording out of my house. And uh, I, I, had, I had fairly professional equipment that I had stolen from uh, radio stations that I worked at in the past. And uh, I, it, was, it was basically me sitting in front of a microphone and recording myself uh, reacting to the things that were going on in politics. Uh, I tended to write them out. Uh, I would, uh, you know, so it, was, it wasn't rehearsed, but it was at least me speaking. Uh, and Brock. <laughs> hey, Brock. Hey, Brock. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, ultimately, it was just me reacting to the news and a lot of what the president would do. And if you listen to the podcast, I, I tend to lean, lean more to the left than to the right. Uh, so my reactions were things that I couldn't technically talk about in, in the office because my HR leadership. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I can tell you, I got... I, I used to, I, just as a side note, I used to go to HR and tell them of the things that I did prior to someone else telling them. Before you hear it, yeah. let me tell you what happened. Yeah, well, it, it painted me in a bad light, regardless. Uh, but it entertained me. Uh, but yeah, so it, back that, in 2017, I would get coworkers and friends and whatnot to, uh, to either record with me over the phone or things like that. And uh, ultimately, uh, Zach, uh, who is sitting here in the front row, is that the VIP section? <laughs> Somebody fix this. Uh, he, uh, he, he came on, he had done a few podcasts before that, uh, where, uh, they, they would, they would have discussions and, and a friend, a mutual friend of ours actually came up to me at work and said, uh, you got to meet Zach. He's done podcasting too. I think you guys would have a great conversation. And ultimately that's, that's what podcasting really is, is it winds up just being really good conversations between people that even if they don't agree, that they can at least mutually respect each other and acknowledge that, you know, regardless of what your opinion is, you can at least still have a conversation that's civil and you can learn things from each other. That's one of the things that started with us when we started our channel, when we worked at the news, it was one of those things where Soda City Comic Con wasn't a thing yet. We started the News 19 Nerds channel, which is me and my buddy Michael, because every Wednesday, we would, I would go to the comic book store. My boss was like, I can't fire you yet, so why don't you take a camera and start recording it? And it, we, it more from that to just basically being a conversation between me and Michael about nerdy things. And then we you know, threw a little bit of journalism into it. But it, you're right, it started with just a conversation and then we expanded that conversation with people in the community. We were able to meet people like Sanford Green, who I already knew, but the news didn't know. So we started a conversation with him about his struggles and him being an artist. And now you look at him and he's huge. I mean, he put South Carolina and this community on the map. And then you look at what Brock is doing. So you're right. It, 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 all of this is just basically conversations, meeting like-minded people and telling their story. Yeah. So you also have more than just your podcast. I see somebody else is in the VIP section. Yeah. <laughs> we, we actually have uh, a group of five different podcasts that are currently under what, what I like to call the Barrett Gruber Entertainment and Media, which is essentially it's just uh, it's a grouping of podcasts. We all use the software and mutually uh, use the software to, uh, to, to, to cast it out for everyone to listen. So uh, one of my very dearest friends, Ami, uh, she hosts a podcast called Welcome to Wonderland, uh, which is available across all of the podcasts, where basically every episode is a topic about something, and, and, and she does what she calls a, a rabbit. She, she digs into the rabbit hole. She, she falls down into the rabbit hole on on the information that she provides, but what she also does is she interviews uh, people for the podcast. She'll ask people questions specifically about the subject to get answers, right or wrong. It's, it's very entertaining. And, uh, and, and then she explains exactly what you're hearing. So check that out too. It's called uh, Welcome to Wonderland. What's the next podcast on? <laughs> what is the next podcast going to be? Oh, the next episode that drops tomorrow morning is specifically on Comic Cons. 
She interviewed a bunch of people here at Soda City so that, uh, so, so that, there is, that you're going to hear people that you haven't ever heard on episodes before, but uh, it's, it, it's really great. It's really entertaining. Um, we actually have another podcast I, that I, this is, look, here's the thing. It's addictive and I have a problem. And ultimately, if there's anybody else out there that has a problem, there is, uh, I'm, I'm coming up with a uh, Podcasters Anonymous and, uh, and everyone, everyone that has an issue with just creating too much content is welcome to join. No, we have, a, we have another podcast. It's called Welcome. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's hers. Uh, it's called What the Pod Was That? And ultimately, this was a podcast that uh, Zach and I came up with. Uh, it was mostly Zach. I'll have to give him credit. But the idea is if you've ever seen a uh, like TV show like Tosh.0 or, any, uh, or Ridiculousness, uh, the idea is, is that we share with each other content along with a, another co-host. Her name is Carrie Simmons, uh, and she hosts another podcast called Status Macabre, which is a true crime podcast, so I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place on this. But uh, uh, Carrie, Zach, and I share internet content, whether it's uh, videos or audio or memes or things like that. We share those with each other and then react to them, either with humor or with uh, conversation. Uh, but but basically it's it's uh, it's Tosh point oh, uh, without the Harvard writers to to write all the jokes for us. Uh, Zach Zach is in the audience. Uh, thank you Zach for for sitting in there here with us. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they gave microphone. <laughs> they gave. I, Ooh. <laughs> uh, now I'm afraid he's going to call me by what uh, his uncle calls me. He, it's he, a DJ. Yeah, there, okay, fair. That was, that was G-rated. Uh, so, but yeah, so with, with the content that you all create, one of the things I saw recently was that you all got to go to San Diego for their Comic-Con. What was that experience like? Um, honestly, it was a little overwhelming. Um, I've only been twice. So I went six years ago, first time. Um, my buddy, Michael Patterson, had been, and he'd gone several times. He had volunteered, and he, he kind of was my Sherpa. So for anybody who has been to like large events like that, that's, I have anxiety. Uh, dealt with mental issues for a little bit and that it really was a lot. So there were like days I couldn't like go. So went six year, years ago, covered it for the station. I had a great time. Pandemic happened. Um, I got married, had kids. I'm broke. So I couldn't go for a while. And then the opportunity came up again, and we went out there, and we went for our own selves, for our own channel, and it was a work-slash-vacation trip. And it was amazing. Um, I understand the writers and the actors. I support them, so I'm cool with them striking. I'm, 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 I'm for the union. So it didn't bother me that we didn't get to see all the different people, because I understood what they were doing it for. But I got to meet so many different people, uh, local creators. Um, again, I mentioned Sanford Green. Go check out Bitterroot. Um, matter of fact, when I was in the airport, he snuck up behind me, scared the shit out of me, and because uh, he had this deep voice, "What are you doing?" I thought it was authorities, and I was, what? and it was him. And we were on the same flight going out there. Um, but it was so cool to go out there and just meet all the different people, just like this event here. It was a community. You, you, you see people, people have been going for years. Um, we, the coolest thing about it is, again, this is Columbia, South Carolina. Um, we're all from around here. We all know the history and the stigmatism the South gets. One of the coolest things was there's a company called Legion M. They're doing a story about Robert Smalls. They did a Kickstarter about Robert Smalls in his life from stealing the planter, being a slave, rescuing his people, leaving, getting past you know, the, 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 the lines, the Confederate lines, coming back to South Carolina. A lot of people don't understand the education system that we have today is based on what Robert Smalls created in South Carolina. Robert Smalls uh, bought the house that he was originally enslaved in. His slave master's wife, had dementia. She was wandering the streets and he took her in. And now, I don't have that kind of, I'm petty. So, but when you think about that story, that's a South Carolina story. There are people in California who are like, 
why do we have 10 Fast and Furious movies and we don't have a story about Robert Smalls? So they created a Kickstarter to fund a graphic novel, a four-part series graphic novel about Robert Smalls. The goal is to use the graphic novel to then springboard to a, either a movie or a limited miniseries on some streaming platform. To me, that was almost overwhelming because as a kid, I went to Robert Smalls Middle School in Beaufort. So I'm out there meeting people. Uh, Rob, um, I'm trying to remember his name, but uh, he worked on Princess and the Frog. He was a writer behind that. Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Full House. And he assembled a team of writers and creators to make this story happen. So I, I go to say that it's a small world, no matter how big it seems. So these guys are creating this story about this guy, and you look up and you're like, I'm from South Carolina, and you're telling a story about my home. And that was what was cool about going out there. It's, it's, it's like, no matter where you go, South Carolina or the South, we represent. So that was one of the coolest things, being somebody who started from behind the camera, going out there, and then interviewing people, you know, that was an amazing experience, and I wouldn't have had it without like you said, starting conversations with people and stepping out, I wouldn't say on faith, but stepping out and being uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and just to piggyback on, on what Leroy is saying uh, as well, I want everyone to, to just take a second just to think about what it is that's going on here in this convention center today, yesterday. Were, who, who, raise a hand, who, who was here yesterday? How great is it that we have a Comic-Con like this here in Columbia, South Carolina? Because, you know, prior to 2015, prior to this really kicking off the way that it has, and it's grown year after year after year, and this year, I haven't seen the numbers yet, but this year has, has, has easily eclipsed last year, and the year before that, and the year before that. And shout out to Brock and Amy and that their whole organization for, for what it is that they've done here because I, I, I am absolutely don't honored. Forget, don't forget Steve. Yeah, Steve too. <laughs> but I, I'm absolutely honored to be able to be a part of this and to allow that they've allowed us to, to bring our podcast to, to come here and sit and have conversations with patrons that are coming and, and, and dressed as characters and cosplay and things like that. This is absolutely one of the greatest events I think that I've ever been to. And, and, and it's been such an honor to, to be welcomed in by, by the whole, you know, Columbia Comics and, 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 and everyone that, that puts this on. Uh, so just, just know that they're gonna keep making this bigger. At some point, the entire month of August is going to be Soda City Comic Month. Uh, it, it's gonna happen because these, these people that are putting this on are working really hard to make it happen. Uh, okay, so, so that aside, uh, I do want to, to make sure that if, if there are any questions that we, we can get, we can get uh, answered, we can try and answer questions for you. Um, but I, I do have a question, Leroy. Go. Uh, obviously, there are plans in the future for your channel and your, what, what sort of goals do you all have in mind as far as, as because you've been, doing, you've been doing your channel for, for a couple years now. So... The, the, we started, we went, we went independent. Um, my ultimate goal is world domination. Um, That's good. <sighs> small goals, I'm humble. Um, but no, my, my ultimate goal is for it to turn into, I, I want a nerd news channel on par with ESPN. I, what I want for us as a community, and, and I say this because, again, Soda City is only here because of the fans. It's only here because of cosplayers and people who love anime, people who love comics, the creators, the fans. It's only here because of the people. Um, I don't know if you guys remember 2015. That was the year of the flood. 2015 was Dylan Roof. 2015 was Walter Scott. And Soda yeah. City survived. We came to the convention. We we persevered and it's 2023. We survived, everybody here survived the pandemic. We got through it. But the only reason why we got through it was because of the community. And the reason for our channel was when we started at News 19, it was an outlet um, so that we could highlight the nerd news in the community. And then 
I got my station to realize you don't have to just focus on if it bleeds, it leads. There are other stories in the community, great stories. A lot of people don't realize. How many people have seen uh, The Winter Soldier, uh, Captain America? The artist behind and one of the co-creators of The Winter Soldier is a man by the name of Steve Epting who lives in Irmo. <laughs> Um, the number two underneath Stan Lee was a guy by the name of Roy Thomas. Have you watched Age of Ultron? Saw Luke Cage. He lives in St. Matthews. Oh, that's cool. Uh, how many people saw Nimona or She-Ra uh, she on Netflix? Yeah. The executive producer is Noel uh, Indy Stevenson, who went to AC Flora. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman is from the upstate. Um, Chadwick Boseman with Liv Tyler and Steve Tyler when he did James, the James Brown movie, got them to do the premiere here in South Carolina. So the goal of the channel eventually is to basically cover everything nerdy the same way ESPN is involved with everything that deals with sports. There's enough of this that we could support a channel. Now, I don't know if in my lifetime it'll ever happen. People have tried it in the past, but that is the goal that there's enough, whether it be cosplayers, we've seen cosplay shows, we've seen cosplay competition shows, there's enough of this that it can support. And that's my ultimate goal. Because we won, whether you realize it or not, the nerds won. D&D &D is normal. Some people, podcasts do D&D. Do yeah, we do. Fantasy football is just D&D &D for sports. It has hit points. You have a dungeon master who's your commissioner. We won. So I say this to say there's enough of this and there's enough of us that there's enough content out there that we can support. And again, there's enough platforms. Think about how many sports channels you have, how many sports websites you have. We need the same. We need someone covering all of this stuff, getting the word out. Right now, the Washington Commanders sold for $6 billion. They are the worst team in football. The worst, next to the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas. <laughs> they are the worst. They sold for $6 billion. Activision is being bought by Microsoft for $69 billion. You don't see that in any local news. You don't even see that in national news. Activision owns Call of Duty. Why, are we not, why do we not know this? That's what I'm saying. There's enough of this stuff out there that it could support its own channel so that we can educate each other and communicate each other about the things that we love. And that's my ultimate goal. Yeah, that, I think that's great. And, and, and I, you're exactly right. I think there's plenty of content and news out there available to create a, an ESPN-like type channel to support that. And Secret, I, you probably already know this, SportsCenter gets repeated like nine times a day. It's the same thing over and over and over. I know, I watch it and pay attention. Uh, but yeah, no, I think, I think that's a great idea. Ultimately, for the All About Nothing podcast, uh, the idea that I had with it was to just do a weekly podcast and to go in and record an hour, have that be out there as content, and hopefully that people would interact. As I began to uh, do the podcast with Zach and with Trent, I really feel like our podcast is something that I, because I've done, I've done morning shows on uh, radio stations before. I was in Atlanta, I, you know, between Atlanta and Athens, I, I worked. Uh, and, and ultimately, the, the All About Nothing podcast is something that could easily be converted into a morning talk show that has callers and, and things like that. So that's ultimately what you mentioned, the Dungeon Dragons. We did, we did record, uh, our Dungeon Master is actually here in the audience. I don't think he's gonna stick his hand up. He's gonna continue to be hiding. Uh, but, Spotlight right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we recorded a Dungeon and Dragons podcast episodes that we're releasing sporadically. Uh, usually when we take a couple weeks off, we'll, we'll release those. Uh, but uh, but it, was, it was ultimately a lot of fun to do. We're, we're working on doing the next session uh, that we're gonna try. We're actually trying to get a sponsorship with uh, a, local, a local group uh, that, uh, that once, they, once they decide that we're not too foul, then they'll, <laughs> then they'll, they'll be okay with us coming in there and recording. Uh, to which I made some promises, by the way, Micah, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to cut some of the, uh, some of that out. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, but yeah, we, 
we have ideas that we think are good content and that ultimately if we if we just put just record that's 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 essentially what it is uh trent lives by the uh slogan coe which is content over everything so regardless of whether it's embarrassing or there's the potential that you're going to offend someone uh we we kind of live by this idea that it's content over everything. We will we will basically publish everything that we do to to because it's going to be entertaining for somebody and and ultimately if that hooks them then then that's what we want to do is we want to hook them so that they listen every single week and then ultimately move from just a listener to a participant and then a participant into a paying member and then a paying member into <laughs> into into buying advertising because that's also available. But yeah, it's 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 just a lot of fun. And uh, like I said, it's it's really just it's good therapy. Uh, just being able to talk to people and give your opinions on anything. Has anybody out here ever considered potentially creating their own podcast? Yeah, uh, we got we got a few. It's it's super. It's it's really easy to do. Uh, ultimately, there is software out there that you can use that's basically free. Uh, and, and once you learn how to use it, which it's not difficult either, you you can you can publish. You can push the content out to all the podcast platforms, YouTube included. We we film every one of our episodes. Well, we try to film every one of our episodes uh, so that we can publish it on our YouTube channel as well. So uh, right now we have a we have a, a partnership with the Columbia Fireflies. Every week they give us. Uh, John Kosas Jr., who is the broadcast and media relations manager for the Fireflies, uh, he actually records uh, a special update for our podcast that we release with the podcast every week because the, the, Firefly, the Fireflies are really fun to have in Columbia. And if you haven't gone to Fireflies games, you got to try because the season's almost over. And ultimately, as long as we keep going, they'll stay. And Sacred we, Park is one of the best. Yeah. Was voted, was it last year or was it two years ago? Best park, best double-A park in America? Yeah. 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 And, and we've recorded an episode at Segra Park. We did an All About Nothing podcast where we interviewed uh, uh, the, uh, the broadcast, John Kosas. Uh, and, and that was a lot of fun. We did it from the, uh, the public uh, announcement, the PA office up there. Uh, but it's a beautiful park. So if you haven't been, you, need to, you definitely need to check that out. But... Uh, ultimately, the idea is is that you record and you publish, and then you get people to interact, and and that's that's a lot of what the idea is behind what we do with this podcast. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. And I tell people, step out on a limb. Um, when we started, because when we started at News 19, um, shout out to WLTX, because um, I wouldn't have this opportunity without them. Um, when we started, we failed. The, the very first time we started the News 19 uh, Nerds brand, we failed. Um, we didn't know what we were doing. We tried it, it didn't work. We tried it again, we got a little bit of help, and we didn't know what we were doing, but we kept at it. And it was one of those things where you keep at it because you never know what sticks. And also you never know who's watching. So when we, did News 19 Nerds, we did it basically with all our friends at the station. And we, we re record a news episode and it would run on the morning shows. So we did that for a number of years, everybody from Avery to Lauren, we had reporters, anchors, and that's how we met Brock. So while we were out in San Diego, um, we're doing an interview, we're on a press row, and some kid comes up and says, I remember you, I know you, and keep doing what you're doing because you never know who's paying attention. And I'm like, Whiskey Tingle Foxtrot, how do you know me? Like the, the paranoid black man warning signs went off, and I'm like, who? And he's like, I watch your channel, I'm Jedi Mike. And I'm like, we, because if you, if you go on our channel, I com if you comment, I'll respond. I answer every comment, I interact with everybody, good or bad, it doesn't matter. Um, if I say it, I stand by it, I, you know, and we'll, we'll talk. And he's like, and how I knew he knew me was when we started our channel, only the, the new one, we went independent. My kid would get up in the middle of a stream. So I'm holding a baby, doing a review of Loki. 
And so he's doing all this stuff. He's like, I remember Owen. And I'm like, oh, you really know us. And he, when he said that, he's like, look, I went to work for a media company because of you guys. So we're on press row. He's on press row. He's like, I got this job because I watched y'all. And I was like, oh, you made a mistake. Do not do anything. Do the opposite of everything I do and you'll be successful. But it was this feeling of it doesn't matter if there's 11 people who watch your show. Do your show for yourself and those 11 people because that's your community. And those people will have your back. And I'm telling you right now, I'd rather have those 11 people who are true versus 1,000 people who are sometimey. Because, right, like I saw your booth. Your mom was out there. Your brother was out there. Like, y'all rolled deep. And those were your people. For us to put this on, it was my people. It was my family. It was my friends. I can't pay them. <laughs> and it was them who actually supported us to get us to a point where we were like, okay, we can do this for real. And so if you thinking about starting something, it doesn't matter if you fail because your, your first workout is not going to be great. Your first date is not going to be great. But you keep at it. You keep struggling. You keep trying. That's why we're called retrying. And you keep at it because eventually you're going to find your niche and you're going to find your audience. Yeah, I think honestly, that's some. We were we had somebody come by our desk, our our booth uh, yesterday, and he had, he he said he's been trying to do a podcast. He specifically asked, you know, what is it, what is it that makes a podcast successful? And I told him flat out, it's consistency. Ultimately, consistency is what creates the the. If if someone, it's not it's not about the number of episodes. If you if you choose to do an episode a week or an episode a month. You know, if it takes that, if that's how long it takes you to create the content that you're, you're proud of and that you want to put out, then that's how long it takes. But just be consistent about it because people will, people will have an expectation of when they can see or when they can hear that content. Uh, you know, with, uh, with, with, our, with our podcast, we sometimes have more content than we would need or that we would release on a weekly basis. So we came up with the idea of just re we would release shorts episodes. Uh, one of the recent shorts episodes, we went out to Greenwood uh, in South Carolina, and uh, Zach and I sat down with the uh, the, the leaders of the SC Democrats. Yeah, the South Carolina. The, the yeah, not only not only uh, it was the uh, Democratic Party for Greenwood County, but we also had Michelle Brandt, who is, Michelle Brandt, if you don't know, is she's one of the up and coming politicians here in South Carolina and she's 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 going to be making a huge difference in this state so shout out to Michelle uh, but she also sat in on this with us with uh, Bill Kimmler and uh, Dr. Jamela Brooks and uh, they actually just created a podcast that's part of our organization as well called uh, Black White and Blue in the South Black White and Blue in the South and it's a conversation about democratic politics in deep red counties, deep red areas. Uh, so it's an incredibly interesting conversation. It's extremely realistic. Uh, whether you lean right or left, it's not, it's not about tearing down one side or the other. It's, it's specifically about conversations that I think that everyone has a, an agreement out. But yeah, so uh, you should definitely check that out. Again, black, white, and blue in the South. It's available on all the podcast platforms as well. Um, and then Trent, who is not here, has a podcast uh, called uh, DJ Lonzo's Top Five, where he interviews local artists uh, to Columbia, and they sit down and just have conversations, and they go over their top five things, you know, the top five things that he asks them about. And uh, they have great conversations on there, too. So again, it's just, podcasting is just sort of, it, it's, it's finding something to talk about, which there's tons and then, and then just talking about it and recording it and just enjoying those conversations. That's, that's mostly what it's about. So anybody have any questions that uh, they'd like to ask? It doesn't look like it. That's okay. That's okay. So, well, let me just ask. Just a sign of applause. How many of you have been to comic cons or, or conventions like this outside of Colombia, yeah? In your opinion, how, how do they rank? 
with as far as because I've been to Dragon Con in Atlanta, and Dragon Con is is great. It's spread out a lot, uh, but uh, where? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's really it, yeah, it's huge. I've never been to Dragon Con. Dragon Con. So even when the last time I went, Dragon Con, uh, I think at the time when I went, it was back in the '90s. It was only three, but it was you would you would go from one hotel to another hotel. So I I have to you know not to brag on Soda City Comic Con, but I really like the fact that it's one building. I'm not having to traverse. Atlanta's city street. I grew up in Atlanta. I know exactly where you're likely to get run over, because uh, it happens. Uh, that Grady Hospital, one of the busiest emergency hospitals in the entire country. Uh, but yeah, so uh, what's? Uh, let me ask this: What is something that you think that Soda City Comic Con could potentially bring in for next year that would be a huge draw for you? Anybody have any ideas? What do you want to see next year? What, like, what, what's something that would make you say, oh, I want to see that here? Because this is your opportunity, because we're going to talk to Brock later and talk about how the con did, what we liked, what we didn't like. So if there's something you think or something you know you want to see, let us know. He's very receptive because that's how he got his guest list. He looked around and he actually asked different people, who, do this, who does the community want to see? So... If there's anything that you want, shout it out. Um, I want to say one thing, because um, I'm actually, I live in Conyers, I'm from here. So me and Leroy go back, we're family. Um, my main thing I love, um, they have a, in Dragon Con, like you said, it's huge now. Um, they have a movie night with um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, Very cool. It's, hearing them saying it out is crazy, but that's one thing. And then they have a lot of different, like I said, I know right now they close at, what, five or six? But pretty much Dragon Con's all night. You have um, concerts going on. You have parties like K-pop, hip-hop, you name it. So I think maybe adding a little late time. I know I, went, I did the gaming last night. But maybe adding something like maybe parties. And I know it's one area, but you may have, you know, make this into um, a big Carolina artist party or something like that. Yeah. That would be nice. Well, let me, let me, so another one of the ideas that's been discussed has been also sort of a, a scavenger hunt that would, that would start on the, the Wednesday or Thursday before the con and that would give people an opportunity that are in town, that live in town or that are coming in town. Uh, but I, by the way, who's here from outside of Columbia? Who's, who's here from out? Where are you from, sir? Oh, Conyers. Conyers. Very cool. Uh, if you've never seen the TV show In the Heat of the Night, it was filmed in Covington, right near Conyers, Georgia. I know that because uh, we, uh, when, when, when I, I, I grew up as a Boy Scout, and our, our, our Boy Scout camp was near there, and uh, every time we'd drive through Conyers, they'd go, oh, that's where, the, uh, that's where they filmed In the Heat of the Night. Never seen an episode, by the way. So, what? Yeah, I've never, I've, I have watched all of them. <laughs> that's why. I, so, I did, so here's a funny thing. I watched In the Heat of the Night, the show, and did not realize that when I was younger that it was a movie. And then later on, my mom was like, how do you not know this is a movie? And that started to spiral. And I was like, and that, so, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, so convention center, or, or having like a, a, a uh, uh, sort of like a scavenger hunt is, is something they've had ideas. Also, uh, parties and, 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 and what you described, that's something that they, they want to, that, that, as far as expanding on this idea of taking Soda City Comic Con and turning it in August into Soda City Comic Con month. It, because football season starts in two weeks. And ultimately, that's going to take up a lot. Uh, it, it, so that, that, that's a great idea, though. That's a great idea. One of the things that uh, Soda City has been doing, and, and it's something that they've seen in other other communities that one thing that San Diego does and does it very well is they have a buy-in from the city. So San Diego, the convention center is on the beach, but surrounding San Diego is shops, stores, restaurants, and bars. So what happens is it's not just a convention. The city buys in. So at night or even during the day, you'll see other restaurants have like themed menus. They're 
hostess will dress up, will cosplay. The servers will cosplay. People who may not go to the convention will go to bars and then they'll change the drinks to nerdy names. And that's where you start to see a little bit when we get, and that's what's going on. So right now, I don't know if you've seen them, you'll start seeing more of them. There are banners hung up around the city. When you drive up, you'll see, and that's from Experience Columbia, um, the, um, the tourism department for Columbia. That's what's coming next. So what you're gonna see is more buy-in. So one of the cool things is this is downtown. So that's something that other conventions don't have. San Diego is also downtown, so when you leave the convention, you can go out into the city. That's what's going to happen here. You're going to see more buy-in from the restaurants, from the shops, and then we're, and that's when you know we're going to be on the map in one of those destinations. So I, I like the idea of a movie night. Yeah, of, of that's doing. really great. Sir, you had a, you had a question? Or uh, an idea? Sorry. I would like to see, with all the costumes, I'd like to see more contests. Okay. No, that's a great idea. That's a I great mean, not, idea. I mean, great, it's great for the children, but there's been so many great costumes. Yeah, I agree. That they need to be recognized. I agree. No, I, I agree. I think, I think more contests, that, that's, a, that's a great idea. I'd like to see my children. My children were here this morning, and uh, they were dressed up, and they were excited. And, and ultimately, it wasn't just that they got to wear their costumes, but it was seeing so many more people dressed up in their cosplay because and and my my daughters are eight and ultimately when they talk about cosplay because i'll be honest that it that cosplay the idea of cosplay is not one of the things that that, that i that in my verbiage i don't i don't use the word cosplay very often but i hear my daughters say it enough and they watch so much anime they they watch anime in japanese and and read and and read the uh the, the subtitles which I, I'm a child of the 80s. I, I have a hard time concentrating on reading the words and watching what's going on. Uh, I'm sure I, you, nobody has to raise their hand, but I know there are more of us out there. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I can't watch what's going on. So like, I ask my wife all the time, I'm like, why don't we watch it with the subtitles? Or, or not watch it with the subtitles, watch it dubbed. And she's like, no, it's a completely different story. It's a completely different story. So we have a, a question right here. Or uh, Legos, Legos are fantastic. Have you uh, have have you ever been to Legoland? Have you been to Have you been to the Atlanta Legoland? Have you seen that one yet? I haven't. I haven't seen that one. Yet. Uh, but ultimately, uh, that'd be really cool. Legos Legos yeah. is a is a huge. That's a huge sect, a huge genre of, uh, you know, the, this this whole thing. It's the the, you know, what do you call it? Nerdy. That's a that's a huge thing. I mean. I, I'll just tell you from my own personal experience, I have, uh, I have fingers that, that, are, that are sensitive to the Legos and feet that are sensitive to the Legos. So uh, does anyone else ever have difficulty like putting those Legos together? Especially, okay, so here's again. I'm a child of the 80s. Mm -hmm. we're, we're pretty close. Yep. Um, when did Legos become so complicated? Like the instruction manuals for Legos are like reading what I assume are what NASA uses to prepare for a launch because it's all, it's gotta be color coded. I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, I just became a dad. I cannot wait for my kids to get old enough so we can play Legos because I, I like, I, I loved Legos when I was a, as a kid and I got out of it and I go in the store now and I walk through the toy aisle and I haven't bought any. I, you know, I bought like maybe a little figurine to sit on my desk. But I get so excited walking down that Lego aisle because I cannot wait. So when he said Legos, I get it because I've gone so like at uh, the Brick Universe when they have these huge Lego competitions. I watched that stupid Fox show oh, with yeah. Will Arnett. Lego Masters. Yes, I, I, I watched that show. The first season I was mad that that couple won. I didn't think they deserved to win, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, I get mad because Will Arnett has a television show <laughs> that he has to do nothing for. But, you know. Will Arnett is, if you don't know who Will Arnett is, uh, watch Arrested Development and you might get an idea. Or of, Batman Lego. Yeah, Batman Lego. Lego but Batman, yeah. Will Arnett, fantastic actor. I, I enjoy him. But yeah, it, uh, Lego Masters is a great show. And I think you're right. I think, I think having something to do with Legos would be outstanding. And I think, I think part of that also 
would be the fact that if, let's say, let's say they, there's a competition to potentially bring in one of the top Lego builders, that could potentially take, you know, several, it takes several days prior to the, the actual Comic-Con and, and you could have people involved in that. So that's, a, that's another aspect, that, that could potentially be another aspect of expanding it out. So great idea, that's a great idea. Anybody else, sir? In the, in the unicorn suit. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bill Fry. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm just, as a broadcast journalist major myself in Get college, out. <laughs> <laughs> over at the J School, we talk about big media and media all the time and stuff. This is more of like a media-based question. But, you know, I'm from a small town in Barnwell, South Carolina, and what I've noticed in small towns is that they've kind of gone away from uh, small local media, such as newspapers. You know, I'm sure you're aware yep. of the news desert ideas. And they've gone to places like CNN or Fox and have no proximity whatsoever. They are sure. fully basing their life on big national news, and it makes people paranoid, in my yeah. opinion, uh, especially. You know, so my question to you is, you know, and it's also polarized people, like, heavily, um, to the point where there's almost no room for discussion. I have several family members who are, you know, uh, left-leaning or far-right, ultra-maga-type people that will not listen to any, any other news source. And so with y'all's podcast and stuff that y'all provide, there's a lot of, uh, I suppose, other opinions or maybe even sure. left opinions or whatever. And so I guess my question to you is, how do we, how, how would you recommend that we sort of slow or altogether stop that polarization with podcasts like y'all's? So one of, and, and, and just, just to clear the air, I consider myself to be a fiscal conservative but a social liberal. I, I am of the mindset that the government uh, is, is here to provide for the citizens. I just don't wanna pay any more money into it through taxes or whatever. Uh, I feel like ultimately I'm paying enough, let's figure out how to do well with what we have. And you know, whether that's you know, slowing down the cost of, of uh, defense and things like that, Fully in support of the military, but I don't believe that the military gets taken care of the way that it should by this federal by the by the federal government. I think veteran that, affairs. Yeah, there's 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 too much money wasted on this idea that we need the biggest and best and fastest and 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 whatever. But just to just to answer your question, so um, I honestly believe that basically it's more about having conversations and recognizing that one everyone has different viewpoints. Everyone has their own opinion on something, but being willing to listen to what it is that somebody else is saying in order to find that common ground. Because in all of the interviews I've done, whether it was with Republicans or Democrats, that sort of thing, people want pretty much the same thing. People pretty much want exactly what it is that's gonna take care of them and Ultimately, the resources to, to, to take care of that, we can find a way to make it happen, but, but it's conversations. It's not arguments. It's not, about having, it's not about having somebody on your podcast that's going to you know, fight with you. That may make for pretty, enter, pretty entertaining content, but it has nothing to do with how you come up with a solution because ultimately it's that conversation. You know, it's, it's finding a common ground to work with in order to, to, to make it happen. Uh, there's, there's too many politicians out there right now that have this idea that if they're the loudest and then they, they, they speak with, you know, an iron fist, that, that ultimately that's what they think they, that people want. Uh, people are smart. We're all, we're all intelligent. We, we know that we're being fed a lot from either side and that ultimately, they need to understand, the politicians need to understand that we know we're being fed false. So uh, it's, but again, it's just conversations. Uh, that, that's my opinion. I think, I think having conversations with both sides is, is the way to find that ground. Uh, but I will say support, lo support your local media. 
Uh, I worked at a small radio station in Winder, Georgia, a little AM thousand watt station. I had, that was my very first uh, full-time radio gig and uh, it, it still survives today as uh, WIMO AM 1300 in Winder, Georgia. So support newspapers, support your local newspapers too because those are important. For me, when working at the station and we did a... Uh I think we're getting the okay uh, so real quick for, for me it's it's listening um, when we started when I was working at the news station when we when we had our podcast and we started the channel I knew I didn't know everything and so what I realized was we all have to listen to each other and you know you, when you get online you get on the internet you want to beat somebody over the hedge because you want to be right well uh, earmuffs sometimes you don't know and you the the opportunity to listen to someone else and learn. And that's kind of what we started with the channel is always, again, just like Soda, Soda City is your convention. And that's one of the things that we do on our channel is listening to someone else and then having that conversation and then understanding where they're coming from, why this person thinks the way that they do. And honestly, that opens more doors than anything. That's what, so it's open doors for us because everybody has their own story. Um, so I would tell you to listen because again, you may find somebody who, oh, I didn't know that. And then once you realize that you make that connection, then you find that common ground that Bear was talking about. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for us. Again, I'm Leroy Green. My partner out there is Michael Patterson. We're nerdy by nature. Stop by our booth. Talk. Uh, we'll talk to anybody. Uh, doesn't matter what your fandom is. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, and we're the All About Nothing podcast. We're out here as well, so uh, come stop by, check us out. We have hats and T-shirts that uh, that are available for sale. So uh, just you know, support the podcast and uh, check us out again. You can find us on all of the podcast platforms, uh, as well as What the Pod Was That, uh, Welcome to Wonderland, as well as uh, DJ Lonzo's <laughs> Top Five. <laughs> That's, That's great. the cutest thing ever. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, again, Leroy Green, Bear Gruber. Thank you very much. The All About Nothing podcast is produced and engineered by me, Bear Gruber. Thanks to Cake for our intro music, Sick of You. You can follow everything Cake the band at cakemusic.com. Thanks to Muff the Producer for our outro music. You can follow Muff on Instagram at Muff the Producer. Thanks to Trent Clark, a.k.a. DJ Lonzo. Join him weekly at the venue in Columbia, South Carolina for the Saturday All-Star Drag Brunch and Sundays at the Review Drag Brunch. You can also contact Trent for all your entertainment needs, Trent at theallaboutnothing.com and on Instagram, therealdjlonzo. You can also phone him, 803 Thanks to Zach King. You can follow him on Instagram at KingZach07 and on Twitter at CarolinaKing21. I am Barrett Gruber. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Barrett Gruber or visit my link tree slash Barrett Gruber. Want to support the show? Visit our page, theallaboutnothing.com and become a member. There are several tiers available, including memberships that give you early access to episodes as well as exclusive content. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. To find links to our social media, merchandise, and past episodes as well as other details, visit theallaboutnothing.com. If you'd like to be heard on the show, you can call and leave us a message. Dial 803-672-0533. If the time between these episodes is more than you can handle, check out our partner podcasts. Zach and I host What the Pod Was That with Carrie Simmons. Visit whatthepodwasthat.com for links and details. Ami takes a deep dive down the rabbit hole in episodes of Welcome to Wonderland. Available on all of your podcast platforms. As well, you should check out DJ Lonzo's Top 5. Available on all of the podcast listening platforms. Please subscribe and share the show. If you're on YouTube, please like and hit the notification Bell. The All About Nothing podcast is a product of Bear Gruber Entertainment and Media. Thank you for listening.